Welcome to Self-Talk with Dr. Ray Self, the place where you can get real answers to tough questions. Jesus promised you abundant life, but poor choices and dark forces stand in your way. It is time to learn how to overcome the obstacles that keep you out of your promised land. Knowledge of God will pave the path for you to walk in His blessing. Hello and welcome to Self-Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Ray Self. I want to continue my discussion today about the wind and the spirit. Very passionate topic for me. In the previous episode, which you haven't listened to it, please do. I talked to you about lessons I learned on a sailboat, you know, many years ago. Sailing actually has been a passion for me. I love to be on the water and the wind on the water and sailing and being in sync and the adjustments you have to make to sail correctly is so much symbolic of life in the spirit. It's interesting that when you're outside on a lake or on the ocean around water, it's just, you can just sense and feel the presence of God so easily. It's just, uh, I love, I love that, that feeling of uh, the wind and the waves and water. And, you know, you can tell I'm a water guy. I'm a beach guy. I'm a water guy love boats, love to be out on the water, but it reminds me, the wind coming over the water reminds me so much of the Holy Spirit. If you're on a lake, you can actually see the direction of the wind because when the wind blows across a lake, the water actually changes colors. There's a a sort of a, a dark patch of water, which will be a puff of wind, and this dark hue or this dark patch of water sometimes has little ripples in it will actually begin to move across the lake from a certain direction and these are called gust or in sailing they call them puffs puffs of wind but you you watch for these gusts you watch for these puffs moving across the lake you can actually see them coming you don't really see the wind but you see the change in the the color of the water and the texture of the water And you see it coming. And so, of course, in sailing, you adjust your boat accordingly to the new direction the wind is going or how the wind is getting ready to strengthen. Now, in a sailboat race, I used to do a lot of sailboat racing. Um, My crew would be constantly looking for these changes in direction or gusts of wind. And they would warn me whenever they would see one coming so I could be prepared and make the proper adjustment. And you know what? We don't always see God coming, but we can feel him moving and we can move the direction he wants us to move when we're in tune with the Holy Spirit. Being in tune with the Holy Spirit takes practice. It takes discernment. It takes being able to sense the anointing, to sense God's presence. It takes an ear to hear. It takes a heart and a spirit to feel. It it takes the ability to, to practice tuning in to God and and tuning out of all the distractions, the thousands of distractions we have all the time. You know, I get occupied. My mind gets occupied. My spirit gets occupied. I get focused on things and, and I'm, I'm missing the Holy Spirit. We all miss the Holy Spirit. There's a counseling term that I have said for many years, and it is this. I want you to hear me, listeners. Whatever you focus on will control you. You focus on a problem, the problem will control you. 
If you focus on another person, that person is controlling you. If you focus on a situation, a circumstance, that circumstance is controlling you. If you focus on the Holy Spirit and the kingdom of God, you're being controlled by God and the Holy Spirit. And that's a beautiful, wonderful thing. And there's where your focus needs to be. It does take practice. In the previous episode, I talked about practical things you could do. Like maybe you you feel like, but you're not sure you sense the Holy Spirit directing you to go a certain way or to say a certain thing or to a particular form of action. And you're not sure. You're not, you know, you're not 100% sure. You know, Lord, is that you? I'm not sure. Well, test it out. Go do it. Say what he wants you to say. Do what he wants you to do. Go the direction he wants you to go and check out the results. And if it is God, usually what happens is it's this beautiful verse from the book of Ephesians. You'll see something exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever think or imagine because God is bigger and better than you. So if you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, but you're not sure, test it. Just see if that's God. You know what's really cool about God? If you're really, if your heart is right and you're trying to move with God and you go the wrong direction, God knows that you're giving it all you can. God knows what your heart is and he'll block your path and he'll help you turn around and go a new direction. It's amazing. It takes practice to be led by the Holy Spirit. And what I want you to get, the wind and the Spirit, and Jesus said, nobody knows the direction of the wind. Nobody knows where it comes from. Nobody knows where it goes. But you can feel the wind. You can feel the wind. And when I'm outside, I don't see the wind, but I can feel the wind on my face and on my arms and on my body. I can, I can feel the wind. You can feel the Holy Spirit. You can feel the anointing. Now, I know some people are more sensitive to it than others are. Now, let me get honest with you. Flowing and going with the Holy Spirit, okay, it's not always a feeling, okay? Sometimes it's an inner knowing. Sometimes it's it's a thought that comes into your head. Sometimes it's a, it's a picture that all of a sudden your mind forms. Now, sometimes it is a feeling. And sometimes the biggie is it can be a Bible verse you just read, and you know that's coming from the Holy Spirit. It's particularly for you. Maybe you're sitting in church, the pastor's preaching a sermon, and all of a sudden you go, oh, man, he's talking to me. Maybe you're just driving down the road, and this is kind of strange, but this happens to Christians all the time. You'll see a billboard. You go, oh, I think God's trying to tell me something with that billboard. Something will happen, or you'll see something in our natural world around us, and you and you know it's a message from God. It's incredible, and it's amazing. One of the greatest messages I ever had in my life came through a TV commercial, a television commercial. I've told this story before, but you know, I always say, you know, when you get over 50, you're allowed to repeat your stories. My wife sometimes will say, Ray, do you know how many times you've told me that story? I said, yeah, but it's still a good story. I like it. But years ago, many years ago, this was uh, probably back in the mid-80s, I was extremely depressed. A lot of things that happened bad in my life, I was extremely depressed. And I literally was feeling like I was just in this black hole. I was feeling hopeless. I was feeling, I just felt like darkness was all around me. I could see no light. I could see no joy. I could see no hope of any kind. 
And if you've ever been that severely depressed, you know what I'm talking about. Some people call it the pit. Some people call it the black hole. I was there. I was sitting in my den of my house in a recliner with the remote control. You know, us guys do. We get these remote controls and we just aimlessly flip channels. Well, I was aimlessly flipping the channel. And all of a sudden, this commercial comes on TV. And it says, are you feeling hopeless? Are you feeling desperate? Do you feel like there's darkness all around? Do you feel like you just have no joy or peace at all? Well, call Mid-South Hospital right now. We're waiting to talk to you. I could not believe that commercial. I mean, it was everything I was feeling. And there was this number I was to call. <laughs> Looking back, this was the Holy Spirit directing me. And I called that number. And they said, you got to come in and talk to one of our, our counselors. And I went in and talked to a counselor. And for the first time in my life, I began to see hope. It was a lady counselor, but she gave me hope like nobody had ever given. It was a Christian lady counselor. And she gave me hope like nobody had ever given me before. She completely understood me. It was almost like Jesus himself was in the room talking to me. The point is... Being led by the Spirit sometimes can be something totally unexpected, something you would never imagine. Now, a very important scripture, you know, along that along that same vein, comes from uh, uh, Isaiah, and you know, he said uh, in the book of Isaiah, he said uh, Isaiah fifty five eight, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. That's one way you know when it's the Holy Spirit talking to you because it's not something you would think of. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Well, when I get these thoughts that are not me, many times that's God. Okay? I mean, okay? Now, I want you to understand thoughts can come from three places. Thoughts can come from your natural mind, which is probably 90% of every time we th everything we think. You can get demonic impressions. You can also have thoughts coming from the Holy Spirit impressions coming from the Holy Spirit. You see, the Spirit of God is dwelling within you, and the Spirit of God within you will what gives you these sensations and these feelings which can produce beautiful thoughts in your mind. So the wind in the Spirit is about being in tune with the Holy Spirit, constantly making small adjustments to your path, to your thinking, to your words, to your actions, to your in line with the Holy Spirit. And like I said in the previous uh, podcast, in a sailboat, when everything is set correctly according to the velocity and direction of the wind, the boat starts to move. And if you're in a sailing race, which is really interesting, the, the better you have your boat tuned with the direction of the wind, the more successful you are in the race. And that's the way life is with the Spirit. The more in tune you are with the Holy Spirit. The more in flow you are, in sync, in, in the flow, in the direction with the Holy Spirit, the more successful you're going to be, the more peace you're going to be. You're going to have the life, that uh, peace that passes understanding. You're going to have all kinds of good stuff. I, I made a list once. Um, when, when you're in sync with the Holy Spirit, the fruit's going to be evident. There's going to be peace. There's going to be a loving presence. There'll be power. You see, the Holy Spirit will lead you into some very powerful things. Not only good things for you, but there's an anointing. There's the power of God being in flow, being in sync and in flow with the Holy Spirit. Signs and wonders can happen easily when you're in sync and in flow with the Holy Spirit. Lives and hearts are touched. God's will 
is accomplished. Gifts of the Spirit will manifest. And there's a divine order and no confusion. All these things happen when you're in sync and in tune with the Holy Spirit. It takes practice. You know, what, what I would suggest, my dear listener, is a prayer such as this. Lord, I ask you to give me the gift of discernment. For I can discern if it's the Holy Spirit talking to me. I want the gift of discernment so I can discern the direction the Holy Spirit is moving. Lord, I ask you to make me sensitive and, and, and help me to know what the Holy Spirit is doing, where the Holy Spirit is going, and give me the power and boldness to follow the Holy Spirit. I ask that now in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, folks, and, and believe, and God loves to answer prayers like that. We have no excuse but not to be led by the Holy Spirit. But I want you to understand the Holy Spirit moves, the Holy Spirit changes direction. So one of the things that gets in the way so much with us are habits <laughs> and traditions. Because habit is something you do the same way over and over and over again, okay? That could be the definition of insanity, expecting different results. Traditions are like habits. It's the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. My experience with the Holy Spirit has been, he's not the same way. He doesn't do things the same over and over and over again. He's always doing something different. It's very interesting in churches, my experience in Spirit-filled churches, which I love dearly, but there'll be a move of God 10 years ago, 20 years ago, there was a move of God. And the Holy Spirit was doing certain wonderful things and we sang these songs and this is the order of service that we had and this is how we did it so we start doing the same thing every single sunday expecting the same results because that's the way the holy spirit moved back back when but you see the holy spirit's continually moving different directions now he's never going to violate the word of god he's never going to violate principles of christ he's always going to glorify christ but we get caught up i remember um Years ago, I was part of a very large vineyard church, a great organization. And, oh man, we had signs and wonders and people, salvations, healings, prophecies. I mean, the anointing was so strong, you could just, it felt like you could just, when you walk in the building, it would almost knock you down. And I remember, this was years ago, and then people Every now and then, I'll run across a friend and go, oh, I just wish we could go back to the way it was. And I'm thinking, no, the Spirit of the Lord has moved. He's moving. You know, the Israelites were led by a pillar of fire at night and a cloud during the day, and that cloud was moving, taking them to a promised land. You know, tradition says we should stay in that desert, never move from that one spot. You know where the Red Sea parted? We should just stay right there. No, 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 no. God had places for them to go and things for them to do. That's the way the Holy Spirit is, folks. He's moving. He's directing you. He's guiding you into better things than you could ever imagine. He's guiding you into power. He's guiding you into success. He's leading you into peace. He's leading you into answers. He's leading you into healing. He's leading you into salvation. He's leading you into a better life. He's leading you into love. He's leading you. We have to train ourselves how to be in tune with him, how to be in sync with him. Do you, do you hear me? You, you know I have a passion for this. 
and and it's no excuse. I, again, we get so habitual. This is the way I've always done it. It's always worked for me. Well, that, maybe the Holy Spirit is saying, okay, it's good. You do it the same way every time. That's fine. But maybe the Spirit of God is trying to get you to make a turn. Maybe move a little different direction because he's got something more for you. But you won't make the turn. You won't make the change because you're stuck in your habit. You're stuck in your tradition. And the Holy Spirit's moved and, and, and he's left you behind because you want to stay in your tradition and in your habit. Look at Jesus. Could you, could you, you couldn't put a routine to him. When you read the New Testament, Jesus was constantly surprising us with the things he was doing. You never knew what he was going to do next. Preaching from the temple, preaching from a boat, preaching as he was walking, uh, casting out demons from a distance, casting out demons up close, healing from a distance, healing up close. And he said he only did what the Father directed him to do, and he was very successful. Jesus was perfectly in tune with the direction and movement of the Holy Spirit, and he was constantly surprising us with the different things he would do. You never knew. What if Jesus had just done the same thing over and over and over again? Now, there were principles that were the same, the love, the, you know, the, love, the, the, the teaching, and the obedience to God. But the way Jesus did things was the way he healed, the way he delivered, the lessons he gave, the parables, the, the, the towns he spoke in, the situations he spoke in, the people he spoke to, he ministered to. It was, it was constantly different. Because the Spirit is like the wind. The wind and the Spirit. The Spirit's continually moving. Continually changing directions. Now, I mean, not a bad direction, but it's just, He's moving. And we must move with the Holy Spirit. We must train ourselves to move in tune with the Holy Spirit. And again, I'm very practical. I think the most practical way to do it is just practice. Say, Lord, I receive the Holy Spirit now. I ask you to direct me. I ask you to guide me. Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? And especially pay close attention to your first impression and do that first impression. Test it. And you know, if it's God, it's going to be wonderful. If it's not God, you go, wow, okay, that was not God. Okay, that was something else. And you learn something. See, mistakes are great teachers. Mistakes are wonderful teachers. I love mistakes. They tell me what not to do. And so your mistakes and being led by the Holy Spirit will help you to learn the true direction of the Holy Spirit. When I was in my boat and I went the wrong direction and it wasn't the direction that I should have been going according to the wind or according to the set of my sails. All of a sudden, if I was in a race, I'd start to lose the race. But that taught me something. See, failure is a great teacher, so you can't lose. If you believe you're in, flow, in sync with the Holy Spirit and you do or you act or you think or you, you, you go the direction he wants you to go and it turns out to be right and successful, you go, wow, I really learned something. If it turns out to be wrong, wow, I really learned something. You cannot lose, but you got to get off your backside, pray, Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and practice following that leading. Those that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God, according to the book of Romans chapter 8. We have no choice in this. 
Not to do this is disobedience, but to do this is life and life more abundantly. Amen. This is Self Talk. I'm Dr. Ray Self. Please subscribe to this this you know podcast. Give me a rating, you know, if you can. Donations would be cool. Main thing, I really want you to check out International College of Ministry, a Holy Spirit-filled ministry that a college that I founded, icmcollege.org. Got a couple of books. Check them out. Hear His Voice, Be His Voice on Amazon.com. Redeeming Your Past, Finding Your Promised Land on Amazon. I love you much. This is Dr. Ray Self. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Charisma Podcast Network, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps our show reach more people and spread the gospel. You can purchase Dr. Self's latest book, Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, on Amazon.com. Please visit Dr. Self's webpage at icmcollege.org for more information and free downloads.